welcome to Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am your husband and GM, Zach. And I am your wife and player, Diana. And this is series one, episode... Something. Of something. Something. No. Something. Oh, I didn't do Today it. we're going to talk about something while something happens to somebody. Episode... Series one, episode 26 of the Segaranza campaign. Oh, there we go. How are you, my darling? I, you know, here's the thing. I've been a little better. I have this crazy headache that won't go away. Samesies. Yeah, it's I've had a headache for like two days. Yeah, it's awful. Do you think it's the allergies because spring has sprung? Has spring sprung? Kind of. I don't know that you can say that spring has sprung. I think one day it's summer and then the next day it's winter. And then every once in a while we'll get a couple hours of spring. But, but I guess the overarching question is, is that the season of spring? I mean, pretty when much. When it can't... No, I think... 60 degree weather with sun and or rain is spring and we haven't had like so you, any of that so you posed the question to me so that you could shoot it down <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> how's your headache today are you feeling better it's fine pat, well pat. well okay but okay so tmi for those of you that i guess are alive i don't know I, I suffer from acne, and I'm starting to think that it's the amount of acne is causing pressure on my brain. Like, that's how much I've, of a headache I have. That this starting, sounds like a good idea. That this is, like, that's what's not, that's what makes sense. Like, it's just, my acne's killing me. That's what's happening. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, oh, I hope I feel better. <laughs> me too. Should we record today? Yes, Are we're gonna sure? record. It'll be fine. I've got water. We're good. Is this gonna be okay? Yeah, well, we'll see. All Sounds right. in a wall. I mean, what worse could happen? I mean... She's already run for the... Like, I mean, really, it will probably be a better episode than ones where I'm feeling fine. <laughs> She's not running from the cops. She's not insulting anybody. She's not diving headfirst into a shit pond. I mean, we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, but yeah, in the last episode, Sal and Sophia brought uh, Evaristo to the Mason's Guild, and together. Had, sorry, I was just gonna say we had to hide in a wall. I was trying to cut you off, and then I did, and it threw everything off. So I'm sorry. So we all ended up at the Mason Guild Hall. Yep. <laughs> and you made a plan. Yep. For Evaristo to go back and kind of just start, uh, as you put it, um, doesn't she look tired? Yes. Um, kind of start uh, feeling around uh, before... Start feeling around with the Mason's Guild... Not the Mason's Guild, the City Guard to see basically if anyone else might be able to step up their discontent from beyond more than just talk to actually standing against Messiah. Uh, while in the meantime, the guilds are going to host or hold an emergency meeting uh, to try to get... Messiah to back down. Yeah. And then debating on how she reacts to that, you know, it might be a guild war. They might be able to just kind of put a band-aid on this. But all of that is moot. Mute. Moot. Moot. It's moot. Are you sure it's not mute? I'm sure it's not mute. Isn't it spelled the same way? Nope. Is it spelled differently? Yep. Moot is M Moot is M-O-O-T. Nuh-uh, really? Yes. I don't know why I'm questioning you. You have the English degree. Okay. I mean, I don't know shit about shit, but I do know this. That makes sense. Okay. All right. Well, the point is moot because she has a shown Mm -hmm. in this place and is yelling. And so um, Sal and Zofia are now in a wall. Yep. We're in a hideaway. 
Yep. I'm looking for some paintings with some eye holes. Okay. I'm going to be on the lookout for that. And a bed, because clearly someone's doing some banging in here. Why have what? a hideaway? Why have a what? hideaway if it's someone's wrong. not banging? I'm not saying I'm going to bang. I'm saying that that's what they use this for. Clearly. Why would why would a Mason Guild Hall have secret passages if it wasn't for banging? Don't come a knocking if the walls are rocking. <laughs> why would that be your first thought in like a a fantasy world of intrigue? Because it's Diana. And- because it's Diana. I don't know that I, that was a rhetorical question. I feel podcast you- is canceled. <laughs> it's over. Um, but yes, Sal and Zofia are trapped in this, uh, this wall passage. Well, not trapped. You're, you're brought in there because Messia showed up late in the middle of the night. Mm Mm-hmm. I know you're hiding her. Yeah, basically, like... I start chuckling. I hate her. And anything I can do to inconvenience Messia is a good day for me. Diana, not for Sal. Well, maybe for Sal. Yeah, have you seen... Like, I don't know. This idea that you are, like, somehow tickled by the fact that a psychopath is hunting you is is an interesting role play choice I just like to inconvenience her. But she is terrifying. Have you seen No Country for Old Men? No. Is that the one with the milkshake? No, you always always do this. I do always do that. You would think I'd get it right. It's the one with the weird haircut. Yes, it's the one with the weird haircut. I have not seen it, but I know that he's got a weird haircut and he, like, kills people or, like, eats people yeah. or something. Llewellyn Moss isn't, like, running across, like, the f- plains of Texas thinking, wow, I sure am inconveniencing Anton Sugar, the psychopath with a weird haircut. I'm glad to be inconveniencing this dude who's trying to murder me. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, I don't think that Sound thinks of her as a psychopath. I think Sound thinks of her as someone who's let power go to her head. That's not the same thing as a psychopath. Okay. Those are different things. All right, fair. Let's do this. So Sound and Sophia are uh, in the walls of the Masons Guild. And uh, the last thing that happened was uh, this halfling uh, woman told you, stay here, don't move. Yeah. Uh, And closed this, closed the wall on you. Mm Mm-hmm. And... You guys are trapped in total darkness. Yes. Uh, and after a moment, you hear some shuffling from uh, where Zofia is standing. Mm-hmm. And then you hear this little clink. And uh, suddenly you can see she is, she's holding a small um, orb uh, about the size of like an egg. Uh, and it's glowing a faint blue. Oh, nice. Like a little... Um, a little lighter than I think, like the average candle. Okay. So there's not a lot of light coming off of this, but there is enough that you can kind of see. Uh, you can see it obviously, and you can see her hand. And when she holds it up to her face, you can see her. Uh, I think she kind of like tries to hold it up in between the two of you. And when she kind of like waves it around, uh, you can see that in this wall uh, or in this hallway. Um, yeah, there's a hallway uh, that kind of follows along the walls. And it's all made of, uh, like, stone floor, wooden walls, this crawl space inside the wall. Is it a crawl space, or can I stand? Uh, you can stand I mean, I here know. at this point. I, th- 
think I just motioned to her that we should probably get further away from the door if we've got a light source now. We don't want to be closer to the door just in case any of that light spills over. Um, so I probably just grab her arm and kind of push her back a little. And also so I can whisper and go, okay, what, what, what now? What do we do? Uh, what, what do we, what do we do? Zofia says, uh, well, she said we should just stay here, so. I feel like that's not a good idea, though. I wonder if, I wonder if, <laughs> we might need to move oh, a little yeah. closer if we're going to roleplay whispering. Sorry. Zofia says, um, I don't know, like, they put us here, so I don't think. Have you, have you ever been in here before? Did you know that this existed? No, I had no idea. Why would a mason guild need a crawl space? I mean, boning, right? It's gotta be. <laughs> Sound does not say that. <laughs> no. No, but you opened up that opportunity, you fool. You fool. I'm terrible. Full of a took. Okay, um... I, I mean, I don't know. Why Why? Why do mason guilds need this big hall? I, man, I don't know what they do. But I don't feel like we should stay here. What if she finds us here? Maybe there's somewhere else that we could go that's... I don't... Or maybe we should stay. I don't know. Zofia, this is why you're here. I can't be held accountable for my actions. Uh, Zofia, I think she takes your hand and she puts the dropstone in your hand. Um, and she says... You should take this. I can actually see pretty well. That actually makes a lot of sense because you're a dwarf and you're like made to be in mountains and dark passages. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yep. She's like, I, I, I can't see perfect, but it's, it's probably better than yours. Okay. Well, what do you think we do? What do we do? What should we do? I don't want to be taken unawares. I'd kind of like to find out where Messiah is and like eavesdrop, but I feel like that's a bad idea too. Uh, she kind of, she looks down either way of the hallway, um, and she goes, um, I I think she points to, like, the way, she points to, like, the back of the room, Mm -hmm. and she goes, uh, I don't know if you can see, but there's a corner around there, and then over here, there, it actually starts sloping down towards the front of the room, so, I don't know, if you want to move, we can move. We'll just have to keep it quiet. And you think we should just sit here? She shrugs and she goes, that's what they told us to do. Okay, out of play. How boring would it be if I was just like, okay, and just like sat cross-legged and then we just sat there and waited. I mean, we'll time skip. That would be so boring. I don't want to do that. It would be the simpler thing though, but it's not what sound would do. Sound would not be content with that. So I think sound starts walking down the slope. Okay, what is it that you are looking for? Literally anything. I don't feel like I can sit still. I don't think sound would be able to sit still in this moment. So, like, uh, maybe a room, like a quiet room, like a a secret room, or, um, like, a place where I could hear what's going on outside of the walls, something like that. Literally anything, because I just don't think she can sit still. Okay. Uh, You and and Sophia start walking... uh, down this slope and I think you're in that direction so you're leading the way because right. there's not enough room for Zofia to like get around you right and you're leading the way in this uh this starts to slope downwards um and the uh I think the ceiling starts to like close in so it's more of a crawl space than a standing only space y- yes I think if you were a halfling 
you would be able to stand in this room. But I'm a human being. But as a human, I think you need to, like, crouch or crawl. Mm-hmm. And Zofia's fine? Uh, Zofia is, like, ducked down a little bit. Okay. Dwarves are a little bit taller than halflings. Maybe, well, like a foot taller on average than halflings. So she's kind of, like, ducked down. But she still has her hammer and stuff, so she... It would be too awkward for her to crawl. Okay. So she's kind of just, like, hunched over, just kind of, like, pushing her, scooting her way. I don't go any further than is appropriate for um, Zofia to, like, use her axe. So if it gets to the point where we would both have to crawl, I don't go any further than that. It uh, it doesn't. It levels out. Okay. Um, to about, like, four feet high. Okay. And, uh, yeah, you're, you're kind of continuing your way down. And then the the hallway tees. Okay. Well, before I make any decisions, I go to Zofia and I'm like, how good are you at directions? She goes, I'm, I'm fine. If, if we need to get back there, I can figure it out. We've gone one direction. I already am lost. So <laughs> it's a little bit of a Diana crossover there. So I guess we go right... Let's do that. Okay. Uh, so you start making your way down down the hallway, and eventually you reach a point where or you can see ahead of you there's, like, a dome hmm. that goes, like, that, that goes upwards, like a small, like, crevice in the, in the ceiling. Okay. Um, and there's a little bit of light pouring out of it mm-hmm. um, up ahead of you. And when you reach it, uh, there's a, like a thin slit of like colored glass that um, that sits above the sits in the wall, raised up. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, I feel like I'm doing a bad job of describing this. So it's in the wall, but it's raised up. Yeah. So where this where the ceiling raises up mm-hmm. uh, in the wall, there's this thin slit of. Okay. Uh, colored glass. Okay. Um, I make Zofia peek through. Okay. Uh, Zofia kind of like gets up on her tippy toes and she looks through uh, and she comes back down and she goes, it's the hallway. It's the main hall. Is there anyone in there? She like looks. She goes, no, I don't see anybody. All right, let's go back. And so we go back down the hallway and then I guess would continue straight so that we would get to that T and then be going left at that T. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, there was more ahead of you as well. Oh. There was like more hallway ahead of you too. Oh. Did you? If I that, just assumed that that was the end of it. No, that's not the end. So you can go back or you can keep going forward. Well, I think I asked Zofia. I'm like, what do you think we should do? Should we keep going? She goes, um, I think if we keep going this way, we're going to get to the... Uh, the entry hall, like the foyer. She wouldn't be there anymore. Right? They would have moved a crazy screaming lady from the front to somewhere else. Sophia shrugs, and when she, like, as she shrugs, you hear, like, a voice coming from right above you. You hear footsteps. And then you hear... Uh, like, above us? Like, they're walking on top of us? Uh, or, like, above from the slit? Above from the slit. Okay. So the slit peeps peeks out into the hallway mm-hmm. and then from that hallway uh you hear pete Myth saying masia there's no need for those kinds of threats and then you hear the these footsteps and the clanking of armor and masia goes 
Pete Meth, you know I wouldn't really set the place on fire, but uh, you have to admit this is ridiculous. You making me wait out there that long. And Pete Meth goes, Masia, it's in it's the middle of the night. I was sleeping. I I'm sorry that I'm not awake at your beck and call. And uh, those voices are getting closer. Oh, I hunker down. Hunker down? Well, like I'm not like sitting down, but I wait. And I'm okay. going to be following those voices as much as I can. So, uh, you hear Miss CSA. Pete Myth, don't pretend like you were asleep. Every guild leader in the city is awake right now trying to figure out, trying to uh, make their plans. And Pete Myth goes, can you blame them, Masia? You've set the whole city aflame. Everyone's panicking. What are you, what are you, let's just, come on, let's go talk. And those foot, feet print, those Footsteps pass by you and start going down the hall. I grab Zofia and carefully and quietly start walking in what I think is the direction that they are going. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, they're going, like, backtracking. Okay, yeah. So, you, you push her ahead? Yep. Okay. So, once you guys pass that little alcove area, the voices become a lot more muffled and you can't quite make out, like, you can't make out what they're saying. You can just hear the voices. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a lot of footsteps. Like, uh... Like an army's in the hallway? Not an army, but there's more than just the two of them. Mm-hmm. You guys follow, like, along, and then you guys go past that T. Uh, you're just following the footsteps? Yeah. Uh, you know what? Why don't you make a roll to see if you can uh, keep following them? What would I be rolling? Uh, probably defy danger. What do you think? What do you think to 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 try to uh, to follow these people? Like, would it not be constitution, enduring? No. Dexterity, getting out of the way fast or acting fast. I mean, I think it's well. So, how do you? What do you do to try to? I'm listening to their footsteps and I'm adjusting as much as I can. Yeah, but there's also a maze down here, right? Right. So it's not, it doesn't exactly follow the floor plan. Right, yes, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think I just try to follow them as best I can. And I, I think they're probably headed towards the conference room that we'd been in before. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm trying to make my way there as well. Okay. Maybe I whisper that to Zofia so that she can lead us in the correct directions because she's in front right now. All right, I think that's wisdom. Okay. Well, that's not so hot. That's a five. I rolled a five with no modifier. Okay. So no, no good. Do you want to use your luck? How important is it that I keep listening to them? What would the bad thing be? Would it be that I got lost, or would it be that they hear me? Um. Can you give me any indication? Uh, no, I'm not. No, I'm not gonna tell you. All right. Well, then I am gonna use my luck because I don't want to get heard. Okay. So I try again. I try again. That went better. That's a seven. Yeah. That went much better. Remember, that's a middling thing. Mm-hmm. You can't kill me. I, or place not... me in Messiah's arms. Because that's a bad thing, love. That means I failed my role. I... <laughs> I... Listen. Excuse me. Excuse you. I'm just reminding you and our our wonderful listeners that a seven is a middling thing. Which, that's not what it's called. What's I, it called? Every single time you do that, I point out that one of the options on a 7 to 9 is a worse outcome. Yes. But it's still not a bad thing. Okay, I think... What are you talking about? A worse outcome is, by definition, a bad but thing. But it's not me ending up in Messiah's arms. That was never on the table. Okay. I think you can definitely follow them, 
but you, I think you guys take a few turns and Zofia uh, actually is like turned around at this point and she's like, I don't know where we are. I don't know if I could get back to the first room if we keep going. Oh, I want to keep going. But I don't want to be, I don't want to die in this house because we can't find our way out. Zofia, what do you think we should do? Because it sounds like maybe we should just start heading back. I mean, I, I want to hear what Pete Myth says. Yeah, me too. So let's just do that. We'll figure out a way out. We'll figure it out. Okay. So you guys uh, follow these voices until, yeah, you get back to the, that main room that mm-hmm. everybody had been meeting in. And uh, you know this because you uh, get to another one of these or actually the floor like and ceiling slope upward. Mm-hmm. So you go back up to like floor level and there is, it is not a painting with eye holes, but it is like um, so cool. slats that have been made to like blend in with the architecture of the building. Right. Like where there would be like slats in between the wood, mm-hmm. there are these little slivers of of this colored glass. Okay. To try to make it like so we can see in, but people wouldn't notice that we're seeing in. Yes. Got it. And when you peer in, you see that at this big table is uh, Pete Myth, and he is sitting with Masia and four of her city guard. Okay. And they're kind of uh, standing around the room uh, while Pete Myth and Masia sit down. They're in the middle of a conversation, and it just kind of turns into uh, Pete Myth being like, I don't know what you expect to find, Messiah. Um, and Messiah says, My city guard saw Consasau, the a wanted fugitive, uh, fleeing in the direction of this guild hall earlier this evening. I can't imagine what possible reason she would have to have in this area of the city. And Pete Myth goes, Messiah, I've spoken to Sal a few times. Uh, we get along well. I'm not going to deny that, but I haven't seen her. It's not my problem if your guard lose a criminal. I have to stop myself from laughing. <laughs> Masia is kind of like, um, like is like tracing her fingernail along the table, and she goes, "I'm sure." Uh, well, if that's the case, then I'm sure you won't have any problem with my guard searching the hall. And uh, Pete Smith goes, now, come on, Messia, this, this is ridiculous. You're going to get up, you're going to uh, invade the privacy of everyone sleeping in this hall, in this guild, to search for someone that you lost under the flimsiest of evidence. And uh, one of these uh, guard members uh, are like, or the guard members are kind of like walking around the room, mm-hmm. just kind of like, like, half-mindedly, like, looking at things. Mm-hmm. Like, checking out the wall. Like, looking at, like, pictures and stuff. Paintings hanging on the wall. How am I on their level or am I above them? You're on their level. Okay. So, I assumed I was above them. Just so that, you know. I assumed that I was above them. Like, uh, no. Like, closer to the roof. I would not be up against the wall. I'm really worried that she has something that can smell me. So, I'm not up against the wall. I just want to hear them. I'm not worried about looking at them. Okay. So, I'm not near the glass. Okay. Um, Zofia might be, but I'm not. Okay. 
Are you still like near the glass? Those glass. Lips? I'm I'm near enough that I can hear. Okay. What's going? Like I think when we first got there, I would have looked at the glass, but when I realized that we were on the same level again, I thought it, we were at a level up. Um, when I realized that we were on the same level, I would move away, just because I like I said, I'm worried that they might have something that can smell me. Okay. Masia says, uh, "Surely you understand, Pete Myth, that the uh, that the the sovereignty of the guard is." terribly important for the order of the city. I think it would be best if you would just let us check things out and then we can be on our way. Or if you'd prefer us not to cause a ruckus, you could just hand the girl over. And there's like a, there's a maybe like a half second of silence and Pete Smith goes, Masia, I told you, the girl's not here. You find somewhere else to go sniffing around and Masia says no I think I think it'll be just fine if if we inspect this premises um, she's starting to fight so uh, she uh, she kind of stands up and she goes if you don't have any reason why I shouldn't or at least one that will satisfy me I'm going to bring in a few of my men to uh to inspect your guild hall. Uh, and Peepman says, Messiah, you're making a big mistake. This is going to quickly get out of your control. Uh, and Messiah shrugs and she says, all right, we'll see. Uh, and she turns to uh, her, like one of her guardsmen and she says, um, bring in the others, check every room, don't leave anything unturned. And he nods and goes out of the room. And then she's just kind of waiting with, uh, Messiah's just kind of waiting with Pete Myth uh, with these uh, three other guards. Actually, I think two of them leave. So it's Messiah, two guardsmen, and Pete Myth. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? What else can I see in the hallway that I'm at? Uh, where you are at, not much. Uh, I think, so Sophia was ahead of you going mm-hmm. in this direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think she kind of goes down a little ways and comes back and she goes, there's another door in this room. How far away is it? Like right, like, and she kind of guides you over to it. And sure enough, there is a door, like the same door that got you into here in another room. Mm-hmm. There's one in this room. Okay. I say that we wait by this door. And if we hear people in the tunnels with us, then we exit and we fight Messia. Okay. Um, or we find another door for another room. One where Messia is not. I leave the decision up to you, Zofia. You are the warrior. You, I am an idiot. You are also the main character. I know, but I can't make a decision. I don't know what's best. All right, hold on. Die of fate. Yeah. All right, we wait right where we are. Okay. Uh, so you are you're waiting in front of this door now, not in front of like the slats. No. The spy slats. Can we still hear what's going on in the room? Uh, it's a lot more muffled. It's like muffled now. Well, then I stay somewhere that's more in between. Okay. Like where I can quickly get to the door, but I can also kind of still hear what's going on. Okay. So you hear um, Masia goes to like the the door, like the entryway of that room that mm-hmm. leads into the hall, and you can hear her like barking out some orders. And uh, the halfling woman who brought, who like put you in here comes and she serves like Messiah and Pete Myth uh, drinks. And they're kind of just like, 
very tensely talking about nothing of consequence. Mm-hmm. Um, so how's your great aunt? Mm-hmm. While staring daggers at each other. Yeah. You guys are waiting there for a little bit, and um, it is, like, it's generally pretty boring. Like, mm-hmm. they stop they stop their small talk right. after a little while, and they're just kind of sitting, staring daggers, and uh, eventually you hear the door open and a guardsman walk in. To the room that they're in or the room that I'm in? To the room that they're in. Oh, okay. Uh, and he goes, um, this guardsman goes, Messiah, we found these in the laundry. Uh, and sets on the table uh, your clothes. But not all of them. Remember? Because we sent Esteban. Not Esteban. Uh, Evaristo. Evaristo? We sent, we sent Evaristo out with some of my clothes, remember? It was a Vaguely. diversion. It was a diversion. He took You're my coat. You're right. He took your coat. He took my coat. But he didn't take your billowy pants? I don't have billowy pants anymore. You don't have billowy pants anymore. Ugh. <laughs> Why you do this to me? You should listen to the episode before. I should listen to the episode before. <laughs> He's got my coat. I was already in borrowed clothes. Yeah, you're right. Like, the co- clothes that they would find would be borrowed. They couldn't necessarily say that they're mine other than the stench. Okay. We will go with much flimsier evidence then. Okay. This, uh, this uh, guardsman comes in uh, and he says... um. Masia, we found evidence of someone being in the library. Uh, there's uh, and he like has this book and like these cups of tea uh, that you and Zofia had been drinking. And Zofia picks it, picks them up, and goes, "Uh, so you were asleep when we came, Pete Myth." Uh, and Pete Myth says, "Uh, he's like kind of quiet for a second. And he goes, he's not the only one in this house." Yeah, he goes, "Uh, I'm sure it was just." Someone else up. Call was up. Maybe she was doing some light reading. Uh, and she looks at the book and she goes, uh, "She goes. Uh, she, they were researching Lucurosan, doing some doing some light reading before bed." Uh, and Pete Smith goes, "Those books put anyone to sleep. Maybe someone was having insomnia. They were trying to get to sleep. I don't. I don't know, Missy. I don't know what you want from me." Ah, uh, dang it. I'm mad that those clothes were gone. I'm so mad. I forgot all about that. Um, she, uh, she nods and she goes, um, listen here, half man. I'm going to find this girl and I'm going to make her pay. I know she's here. And I want you to know, and I want you to tell her that she's not the hero of this story. She's not coming out on top I'm going to control this city I'm going to kick all of her little friends everyone in Corpstown out of this city and I'm going to make this I'm going to rebuild the city under my rules you can tell her that I really hope that this Mason Guild Hall leader Puts her in her fucking place. Because he, she just told him that she was going to control him. Pete Myth uh, puts his hands on the table and he kind of stands up. And he goes, Messiah, you're losing your mind. You're running out of, uh, you're running out of hallway here. All right. You're at the end of your chain and you're, uh, you're looking for any way 
to just get a little bit, a few more links. And I'm telling you, it's not gonna happen. This girl has put you at wit's end and it's not looking good. I'll see you at the guild hall meeting tomorrow. How's that? Burn! And so one thing that I've noticed about Segaranza is that we don't have a lot of magic in Segaranza. There hasn't been like a lot of magic stuff. No. And if there was magic, I feel like Messia would be able to get you pretty, would be able to find you pretty easy. I agree. But I don't think we have a, I don't think we have a precedent of like, s- like heavy magic use nope. in, in Segaranza. I got I got spells and magics because for a little bit there I thought there might be. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I think spells and magics are. I think this is a setting in which spells and magic are a lot rarer and a lot more intense. Mm-hmm. So I think she walks away empty-handed, mm-hmm. and you, the GM, are just gonna have to deal with it because you are Messiah and I am your thorn. See, even if she had dogs, I don't think she'd have anything for the dogs to look for. Just her hatred. No, that's not necessarily true. Okay. The book? All right. Um, what did you leave at... What did you leave in Corpstown? I left my book. I didn't have a sword. I left my sheath. That was it. And I guess the stuff I was sleeping on, but that's really it. And I was sleeping on rags, so... Okay. There was lots of people smells there. Yeah. I don't... No, I don't think this is where I want things to come apart. Uh, but I do think she says, um... Uh, I, I think when, uh... Pete Mitz tells her that he'll see her at the town hall. Uh, Messia stands up. She, like, waves for her her guardsmen to start leaving. Uh, and she turns... Uh, she goes to walk out. And then she turns back to Pete Mitz and she goes, um, Oh, by the way, uh, when you do see Sal, tell her that uh, I've turned over her little uh, foster family to the chasers. And we'll see how they do in the time being. Uh, and then she walks out. I knew this was gonna happen! I knew you were gonna go straight for the jugular. You were gonna be mean. You're such a mean GM. You're so mean. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> okay. We did a lot of world building there. A lot of learning. I guess not world did building. We, we yeah. did a lot of learning. Did a lot of world... Uh, we did a lot of learning. I made a lot of mistakes for things that if I had notes, I probably wouldn't have made those mistakes. You should take better notes. I, you know, I probably should. So, uh, Messia walks out, uh, and Pete Myth is kind of just, like, like, as soon as she, she leaves, he, like, slumps down in his chair and, like, puts his, like, hand over his eyes, and then, uh, Call comes in, and Pete Myth goes, go, go, go get, so, uh, Zofia and Sal, um, we gotta let him know what's going on. I wait until she leaves the room, mm-hmm. and then I enter the room. Okay, the door opens, and like the door, so the door opens like behind Pete Myth, mm-hmm. and he jumps and like turns around, and I think he actually, um, yeah, he has a dagger in his hand when you get through, and he goes, "Oh, Sal, what, Sal, what are you doing here?" I don't follow directions very well. You know this. He goes, I should. And Sophia, like, peeks her head through, and she follows you out, and she goes, uh, sorry? <laughs> uh, and Pete Myth says, no, it's, it's fine, um, sit down. So you heard all of that? Yes, we need to get Omen and his family. This is not a negotiation. You will get them, or I will. Pete Myth goes, I'm hot, 
Sal is going in hot. Pete Smith goes, uh, Sal, I don't know. A, I don't know who you're talking about. Um, B, I don't know where they could possibly be. Like, I, I, what do you expect me to do? Get them? I don't, I don't think, I didn't think I, okay, hold on. Am I speaking the same language? Because I believe that I was. I was very clear in what I expect you to do. I expect you to get them. So whatever plan that we come up with, it needs to be one that will ensure their safety and have them not be murdered by those goddamn monsters. I, I, Sal, I understand that, but I, I don't know where they are. How do we figure this out? This is my new mission. They have saved me. I need to save them. Uh, okay. Um, all right. Uh, can we sleep on it? You can. I don't know if I will be able to. He, like, rubs his eyes and he goes, all right, okay, how can we find people that that Messiah has hidden in the city? We need to think like Messiah, and we need to know where she keeps her dungeons. Dungeons? Dungeons. 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 That doesn't sound right, though. Even though it's Dungeons and Dragons, it still doesn't sound right to me. Dungeons? Dungeons. 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 It doesn't sound... Okay. Dungeon is singular. Dungeons is plural. I can't. My brain is not working with me right now. Okay. We need to find out where she keeps her dungeon. Pete Myth goes, there, the city guard has a small holding facility, um, but I can't imagine that she would... Grant Here's what we need to do. To the I don't, there. It That's doesn't matter. Razen. It doesn't matter. Here's what we need to do. Okay. We need to... <laughs> She's, like, hot. She's very angry. Um, we need to get Evarisu to find out where they are because he's still in the inn. And I think he's going to be the one who's going to be able to tell us where they are. He can at least give us the name of someone who can tell us where they are. But uh, I can't go to him. Somebody else has to go to him. Why? Why can't I go to him? Because I'm going to be hunted. I mean, I can go to him, but that would kind of ruin it all, wouldn't it? Okay, all right, fair. I will send a messenger to Evaristu, and um, we can put him on... We'll, we'll make it a secondary goal to find out... Here's the thing. We need Evaristu to, to be figuring out who... Who is going to side with us, right? We can't have him also be trying to blend in with the chasers and find out where they're keeping people, but right? I, so it's one or the other. You don't understand. I need to save Omen. And I need to save his family. So you have to help me with this. All right. Um, okay. We, he's like, he like is staring down at the ground, like, staring down at the table, and he's, like, trying to think. Do you want... I don't really have anything for this. Well, I'm wondering if you could discern realities, perhaps? What? I wonder if this is discern realities. What would this do? Study, closely study a situation? I don't know that I can closely study this situation. I don't have it really in front of me. I just know that she's got, she's got them. What I think you need to do, I'm sorry, I'm telling you what to do, but I think Pete Myth needs to convince Sound that she needs to sleep on it because no solution is going to come in the middle of the night. 
I think that's fair, but I also think it's more interesting if they don't sleep on it. I agree, but what would they do other than run around half cocked? Oh, I think that's I think that's Sal's problem, isn't it? Well, yeah, but she's trying to change her ways. She wouldn't be here if she was going to keep doing things the way that she was doing them before. Yeah. Uh, so, Zofia actually, um, like you, you and Pete Smith are going back and forth, uh, and Zofia actually like raises her hand, mm-hmm. kind of, and she goes, "You know, I can think of." A place where the guard doesn't go and that has plenty of places to hide. Yes, please, tell me. The Devil's Market? Ho. Ho. That is a really, really good point, and it is very easy to hide there. If anything is going on in the Devil's Market, I bet the Burned Thumb would know about it. Let's go. Let's hit them up. We need to find out. Do you have any contacts there? Zofia does not. You know someone. So I think Zofia would know because Zofia saw him. Would she not? Would she not know? Maybe she wouldn't. Uh, I don't think. Well, yeah, Zofia only saw him the one time, and I don't think she knew okay. uh, that he belonged to yeah. the uh, crime guild. Um, which I'm now trying to remember if we actually use the name of their quote unquote guild, but. Uh, Esteban uh, belongs to a quote-unquote guild called the Burned Thumb. Okay. That's now canon. Yes, that is now canon. Okay. Maybe maybe I'm asking Zofia, and she's like, I don't know, they're a bunch of criminals. Like, they just do criminal things. And then I go, wait. I know someone. I don't even know how I can find him. But more importantly don't know how to convince him to help. <laughs> so, uh, therein lies the rub. Therein lies the rub. So, uh, I think you have a few options at this point, right? Uh, and I think we can hold on to make a decision on there, but we can wait for Evaristo, or we can send a message to Evaristo. Okay. We can go try to find Esteban and see if he knows anything. Right. Or we can just wait until the, uh, the guild hall meeting. Nah, son. We're going to Devil's Market. Okay. That's where we're going. All right. So I think we'll end there. Okay. We want to thank Zach B for being our editor and amazing because there's a lot of like cat noises happening right now and he is really good at cutting that out. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully it won't be too much work for him. Do you want to do the rest of the end notes? No, I just like messing with you. I, that's rude. Uh, thank you to In Love with a Ghost for the use of their song Chilling at Nemo's Place off of the album Healing. Uh, if you like us, please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, it really means a lot to us. If you uh, enjoyed this episode, if you've been enjoying the episodes, uh, please leave a five-star review, or uh, especially on iTunes, um, make sure you just subscribe. That's how other people find us. Uh, it's actually really important in a lot of ways, but it also just makes us feel good, makes us happy. Yeah. If you Honestly, if you want to continue getting more of Sound's adorableness, we're going to need some validation. Not a lot of sound in the last couple episodes. A lot of I'm okay with NPCs. That. I'm not okay with it. I've <laughs> there will like, be more, there will worked be more myself sound. into a hole. There will be more sound. She'll be able to do more soon. Yeah, I think I think things are kind of... I mean, it's probably going to be a few more episodes because we do short episodes. Yeah. But um, things are definitely coming to a head. I agree. So uh, if you enjoyed it, 
please leave a five-star review. It means a lot to us. Uh, we got a few reviews, um, actually a few uh, UK reviews that I never check properly, um, but I checked those recently. I don't think we shouted these out. Uh, we had one from Nina Bones with a Z uh, that said the show is held together with passion. Uh, and we got one from Glenatron that said we are easygoing, enjoyable, fun, and relaxing with lots of personality. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, so thank you for the kind words. Uh, please recommend us to your RP fellow RPG-loving friends uh, or people who like actual plays or people who like audio dramas or really just anyone. People who like love. Yeah. I think that's important. Word of mouth is really important uh, to help us keep going. Uh, Speaking of liking love, you should show us that you like us by sharing us. Yes. With your friends. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can follow us at HeartPointsPod on Twitter. If you could tweet about us, we would love to see it. You can tag us or hashtag HeartPointsPod, and we will mention you on the show, like Dev Preston at Dev Presto, Nick Johnzak at Nickelojo, It's VJ at NW Fairy, Lauren Bryant Monk at JL underscore Nice Girl, and Pot of Love at Pot of Love. Also, the Chimera Cast at, uh, at ChimeraCast is another Dungeon World podcast that tweeted about us. And we actually got a really surreal, awesome shout out. I think at the time this comes out, it'll be two weeks ago. The Gauntlet Podcast Discern Realities, episode 58. Uh, Jason Cordova gave us a shout out um, talking about us and ChimeraCast, uh, which meant a lot to me. Yeah, um, it's a little crazy that it happened. Yeah, uh, like all of the gauntlet is a massive uh, inspiration to me, a massive like place of support for me that has made me a better GM, has made me interested in podcasting. Discern Realities is what made me bring Dungeon World back to my home table like after years of shelving it, be being like, oh, I just don't get this game. And then listening to Discern Realities made me want to come back to it. Right. Um, and their uh, actual plays are amazing. All the Gauntlet Network actual plays are fantastic. Um, Discern Realities does like a short 15-minute uh, end of their episode one-to-one -one, uh, actual play in Dungeon World. Their pocket-sized play series has an amazing Monster Hearts playthrough uh, called Mercy Falls, which everyone should listen to. Uh, it's just really awesome and really inspiring, and it was super surreal to hear our names like on Discern Realities. It was it was so cool. So thank you to the Gauntlet for for giving us a shout out. It meant a lot. Yeah, it really did. It he okay, but listen, he really nerded out about it. It was adorable, and so it means a lot to me to be able to make fun of him about how much he nerded out about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I... I mean, the whole thing was very special to me as well, but, like, watching him nerd out about it, it was almost its own gift. <laughs> I did. I nerded out hard. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, just wanted to say thank you to The Gauntlet. Uh, thank you to everyone who tweets about us. Uh, it, it means so much. It, it helps us keep doing this. Um, and you can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heartpointspod. And I think that is everything. That was a lot. We have a lot of people to thank. We have a lot of really fantastic people in our lives. And we're so happy that we get to count you as one of them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, we hope you liked this episode. Um, our cat is currently tearing down a door. So uh, We're going to go we, handle that. We will handle that. We hope that to see you back next week. And in the meantime, have a very nice day. But, like, a very, very nice one. Thank you.